Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is May 10th, 2022, and an dominate Today's headlines, Antifa protests, completely illegal, erupt outside justices' homes. It happened again last night in Virginia, outside the family home of Justice Alito. Next, parents nationwide are struggling to find baby formula amid shortages. We're going to dig into this. Our children are at stake. Third, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is considering shutting down one of their last remaining nuclear plants amid energy shortages that are growing in the United States. And finally, the 2000 Mules documentary. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Has grossed one million in its very first day. The numbers are out. All this and more ahead. Human Events Daily. It doesn't matter what laws you pass. It doesn't matter which elections you win if the laws are not enforced and if our political leaders do nothing to uphold the rule of law. Last night in the Commonwealth of Virginia, at the family home of Justice Alito, Antifa DC on their website, Shutdown DC, put up a notice. They stated that they would be heading to protest, demonstrate, and intimidate a Supreme Court justice in his family home. They said when it would take place. They said where it would take place. That action is illegal under federal law. And we looked it up. Yes, it is illegal under the Virginia Code. It's illegal under state and federal law within the Commonwealth of Virginia to intimidate a judge in their own home. Believe it or not, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, we actually look this up, it even goes further, picketing out of someone's home directly targeting one individual is illegal, period. If you're picketing anybody, that's considered an illegal demonstration. So where then was Governor Glenn Youngkin who campaigned as a strong conservative, who campaigned as a law and order guy, who actually went and we found the tweet who stated that he campaigned to maintain the safety of our neighborhoods. Miares, the attorney general in Virginia, couldn't be found. So I posted a tweet. I posted a tweet on Sunday morning. I said, will Governor Yunkin defend our justices within the confines of his own state? Remember, Alito's the guy who wrote the actual opinion, this draft opinion that leaked. And by the way, that leaker, if that was a conservative, we would have known the name in five minutes. We would have known exactly who did that. Come on, be serious. It's obviously somebody on the other side. But Alito's family got that. And so I know people are saying, but Poso, why aren't you, why aren't you talking about Garland? Why aren't you talking? No, no. That's a liberal. That's on the left. I'm going to focus on people that are in my lane and people like Governor Glenn Youngkin and people like A.G. Miares who get elected promising one thing and then they don't show up and they don't do their job. Yeah, we're going to do something new now. This is the new right. It's called 
holding people accountable. It's about asking our elected officials to actually do their jobs. Where were the Virginia State Troopers out there arresting every single person in that crowd or telling them that if they crossed the barricades, they would be summarily arrested? Where was that? That was an illegal action and everyone saw it. Everyone in the country saw it. And you know that these elected officials are terrified of it coming to them. And that's why they stood down. So we start tweeting about I started tweeting about it last night. I said, where is this guy? Where's Governor Yunkin? Where are the police? Where is the order? Arrest, arrest, arrest. Silver bracelets for every member of Antifa in that crowd. Because they're right there. They told you what they were coming. They told you what they were going to do. They told you what law they were going to break. And then they did it exactly as they stated they would. Yunkin says nothing all day. Complete radio silence. And I warned him. I gave him 24, actually, actually 48 hours warning that this was coming. Tweeted directly at him. His team, they follow me on Twitter. So immediately, about an hour after I start tweeting to him, he posts this tweet. Oh, we're monitoring the situation. We're working with our law enforcement partners and we're going to be monitoring this. Not good enough. It's not good enough. They're already at the front door, Governor. They're already there at the family home of a Supreme Court justice. Where's the law and order that you promised? Where's the safety and sanctity of our neighborhoods? You promised these things, sir. You promised them. You and AG Meares. You failed. You failed in, in your duty to uphold the laws of the Commonwealth of Virginia and protect the safety not only of your citizens, and obviously the family of Sam Alito, Justice Alito, is one of your citizens, but you failed to uphold the law and protect a Supreme Court justice who is living within the confines of your commonwealth. I'm sick of it. No more of this. This is the new right now. Almost every day we hear about another major corporation that's gone woke, tormenting their employees with leftist propaganda and funding organizations who seem to hate this country, traditional values, and the Constitution. That is why I'm proud to support Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers, so you get the best great service and the peace of mind to know that your money is going to support free speech, life, and liberty. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and they're 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. You go to PatriotMobile.com POSO and use promo code POSO. If you're a vet, if you're a first responder, you save even more, so make the switch today. It is time we support companies that love America, love you, and share your values. Vote with your dollars. Take action. Action, action, action. PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. We will leave the link in the description of this podcast episode. There is growing concern about a persistent... Uh, supply issue with infant baby formula. Yeah. about a 40% shortage right now. Major retailers is having to limit how much people can buy, especially acute in places like Tennessee, Missouri, Iowa. Uh, this is partly an FDA issue, but it yeah. could be a Biden administration issue. I'm just wondering if you guys are planning on taking any steps to help remedy that. 
Well, let me first say, as you know, but uh, the FDA issued a recall to ensure that they are meeting their obligation to protect the health of Americans, including babies, who, of course, were uh, receiving or taking this formula. What the FDA is doing, which, while they are independent, they are part of the administration, is, is taking a number of steps to address. That includes working with major infant formula manufacturers to ensure they're increasing production, because part of this issue is, of course, making sure they're stock on the shelves, right? Uh, and the uh, and working with the industry right now to optimize their supply lines, product sizes to increase capacity, and prioritizing product lines that are of greatest needs. So, you know, you get to a point every once in a while with these stories, and you realize you're just describing a, a country, a society, a civilization that's in a downfall, in a downward spiral. Bridges fall apart one day, buildings collapse in Miami, rampant violence throughout the country, political violence. And then you get to the point where every day you start to become numb to it because things happen and you just know what supply chains are breaking down. So the latest one, the latest shoe to drop in this situation is that, and here's the headline from Daily Mail, desperate mothers are forced to buy a formula that they know will make babies sick as an unprecedented shortage leaves shelves bare and prices rocket to $100 a can due to a national recall and supply crisis. So what happens? Similac has been recalled. One of the major producers of baby formula in this country has been recalled due to a bacteria outbreak, which apparently uh, made a number of kids sick and even killed one toddler. So guess what? They ain't never coming back. You're, no mom is ever going to give their kids that formula again unless they're in very dire circumstances. And by the way, if you're following Ashley St. Clair, the post-millennials Ashley St. Clair, I should say, she was talking about this a year ago. She was saying that American baby formula is not good for your kids and that she was getting it from Europe. My own wife gets it from Europe for our kids. Our one-year-old, he's at the point where he's not getting formula anymore. But... She got a lot of heat for that. She generated so much heat. And then what happened? What happened? She was proven correct. So you look at these shortages. You look at where you were at the baby food shortage crisis point of the Biden era. Right. And it's bigger than that, isn't that? You're not just looking at the managed decline of America. You're looking at a complete freefall. It's a downward spiral, a tailspin of our entire country, whether it be our economy, whether it be our inflation, whether it be our foreign policy, it doesn't matter. Our country is in an absolute tailspin. And this is just another piece of that. And I know someone will say, oh, well, it's not really this fault. And see, you know, you have to look at no, no, no. I'm talking about the trend. I'm talking about the overall trend. You know what the regime hates more than anything? They hate pattern recognition. They hate when you notice things, when you look at the headlines every day and you say, hmm, it seems like things aren't going so well for this group of people here in the United States of America. And then the fact checkers and the experts try to come and say, no, 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 no. Don't look at those. Don't try to you know, extrapolate anything from the trend lines. Look, focus on what's directly in front of you. And to the moms out there who are in this situation, my heart goes out to you and hopefully we can find a way to help. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited because I just found out that I am very soon going to be receiving a brand new shipment 
of my Undertack boxers. Yes, that's right. I'm getting a whole new shipment in because I said, look, I love these things. The only problem is I need more of them. Guys, you need to have a rotation. That's all I need to say about that. But what I love about Undertech, they are the only brand that's literally been battle-tested by special forces. I wear them at the gym. We were wearing them when we went skiing. I wear them when I'm out hiking. I love these things. And they cover all the bases. It's high-quality material, antibacterial, anti-pilling, moisture-wicking. I stay fresh and dry all day long. They come with a sturdy yet comfortable extra-wide waistband. And the fly design actually makes sense. Trust me. Undertack is durable, ultra weight, fade resistant, and shrink resistant. Here is the best part. They're almost 30% less than the competition. So what do you do? You go to getundertack.com. That's G-E-T-U-N-D-E-R-T-A-C.com today. They're running a special offer this month, by the way. You buy three, you get one free with, you guessed it, promo code POSO. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Undertack is a great American company that's unapologetically pro-America, pro-2A, and pro-military. Buy three, get one free today. Go to getundertack.com. Promo code POSO. Biden, I'd like to ask you, three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. Well, in our continuing coverage of the American decline, we now move to everyone's favorite state, certainly mine, I know it's yours, the state of California. Isn't that a wonderful, shining example of American promise, American hope, and the American dream? Well, when we look at it, here's from the LA Times, Guys, this is just so nice, so wonderful. With the threat of power shortages looming and the climate crisis worsening, arguable, Governor Gavin Newsom may attempt to delay the long-planned closure of California's largest energy source, the Diablo Canyon nuclear plant. Newsom told the LA Times editorial board that the state would seek out a share of $6 billion in federal funds meant to rescue nuclear reactors facing closure. Money the Biden administration announced this month, Diablo Canyon owner... Uh, Pacific Gas and Energy, PG&E, is preparing to shutter the plant, which generates 6% of the state's uh, power, uh, according to last year, by 2025. So we're shutting down our nuclear plants, and we're putting more money into renewable resources, which, by the way, nuclear energy is a renewable resource, that isn't as provable. And then what are you going to do? You're going to put more into coal. You're going to put more into... Uh, you know, fuel and oil and gas and uh, liquid natural gas, right? Which is it? Which one are you going for? Right? Keep in mind, this is Newsom, all right? So his entire career is owed to the oil industry. You know, whether you like it or not, that's always been his biggest donors from day one in politics with this guy. That's the entire dynasty that he's a part of. Of course, no, we'll talk about that. So, of course, he would be on the side of shutting down the nuclear reactors, but now it's gotten to the point, apparently, where he's pulling back a little bit, saying, well, hold on, hold on. We, don't, we can't lose 6% of our entire uh, state's power supply. Keep in mind, California is the size of a small country, right? That's a state, by the way, that probably should be broken up into a couple of different regions, right? So you make a region around San Francisco, you make a region around L.A., and then you split the rest of the state up into two, maybe even four separate states. But... When you look at it, when you look at it from this perspective, just from the energy perspective, 
It's completely insane. And Post Millennial has a headline up as well. Industry experts warn of power shortages due to renewable energy. Because nuclear power plants are being retired to make way for renewable sources of energy, but new plants are going offline faster than the renewable energy and battery shortage can keep up with. Uh, John Baer, the CEO of MISO, told the press on Sunday, as we move forward, we need to know that when you put a solar panel or a wind turbine up, it is not the same as a thermal resource. According to Fox News, the issue is on the rise throughout the country as many traditional plants are being retired to make way for these renewable sources. But the uh, battery storage and renewable energy, it's not working. Green energy sources, that's solar, that's when they rely heavily on batteries. The problem is battery efficiency is constantly improving, but not improving fast enough to keep up with current demand if plant closures continue. The numbers don't work. You've got people out there that are pushing so hard for green energy, for renewable, what they call renewable energy, but they also say that they don't want nuclear. So here's the thing. If you're, and Michael Schellenberger, by the way, and I, he's out there in California, he's done Rogan a couple of times, a few great books about this, Apocalypse Now, I think is fantastic, San Francisco, another fantastic book. He's talked about this a lot. From the perspective of a green guy, to say Greta Thunberg has it completely wrong, Right. And come at me again, Media Matters, for saying that Greta, Greta Thunberg is to blame for the war in Ukraine. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I'll double down. Greta Thunberg is to blame for the war in Ukraine. Why? Because when you listen to her and you have her setting your energy policies, then it leads us to places where you become reliant on oil and natural gas. What does that do for a country like Russia? It makes them more powerful and it makes them more indispensable to the European economy. You're starting to see that now, by the way. You're starting to see that. Obviously, Greta is not the only one to blame. NATO, Biden, the rest of it, a lot of these people to blame. But here in our own country, we are running into this problem of our own design and our own making. Use the resources we have here. Use the technology we have here. Generation 4 nuclear energy is the future. Many, if not all, of the people that were involved in the situation at the Capitol on January 6th were being tracked previous to January 6th because they already knew what their pattern of life was. They already knew who to look at. Many of the people who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th left digital footprints that law enforcement has used in making arrests. So what you're seeing there is a clip from the new documentary, 2,000 Mules, Dinesh D'Souza, and True the Boat have put out. What's very interesting is that when I look at all the fact checks of this, they say, ah, oh, well, that's just, you know, geofence data, et cetera, et cetera. You, you know, they don't have any proof. They don't have this. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's see what they're doing here. What they're talking about is these drop boxes and the fact that the drop boxes were used in various states, like the state of Pennsylvania, for example, my home Commonwealth, which has an election coming up pretty soon here, where ballot harvesting is illegal. They then took the geofenced cell phone tracking data that you get from all those apps that all of us have, and they cross-referenced them with the drop boxes. Who's going around these drop boxes multiple times? 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times, right? Same individual, and you can see it. This is the same technology. I thought this was a great point, my favorite part of the movie. It's the same technology, to an extent, that the FBI was using when it came to January 6th that they were using to track people going in and out of the U.S. Capitol. 
that they were able to place them in there because of their cell phone data. So there's people currently in jail, detained, not far away from where I sit right now, because their cell phone was pinging. Now, obviously, that's a data point. And I think in the, uh, the actual interviews and in the movie itself, Dinesh doesn't say this is um, definitive proof and lock all these people up. No. But he says this is a starting off point for an investigation. The same way that in this clip they delineate that it's a starting off point for the FBI on January 6th. That you can use this to potentially build a case. You can look into it. You can check out what was going on. Right? It's the same thing when I was in the IC and we were tracking bad guys. This is the kind of stuff you would do. Of course, you would track cell phones. But what's incredible, though, so, and Daily Wire and Rumble have it out, Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 Mules movie, Alleging Voter Fraud, makes $1 million on streaming sites. And I have this correctly um, because they put out the PR Newswire. This hit $1 million in just the first 12 hours on Rumble and Locals. And then Newsweek has a piece up that says it is playing in a limited basis on select theaters. That was good enough to put the film in the estimated box office top 10 for the weekend of May 6th to May 8th. So I watched it this weekend. Of course, of course, I got to say, I got to admit, guys, I watched it on 1.5X. Why? Because I watch everything on 1.5X. It's nothing against all the people who made the movie. Um, It's really well done, really well produced. A lot of my friends are in it. Charlie's in it. Um, Fantastic film. Go check this thing out. But it is something that should give us a question, right? We should ask these questions about our election system, about election integrity, that when we can see these issues, when we can get to a point where, by the way, if you're going to have mail-in ballots, what's wrong with the mail? What's wrong with using the regular mailbox like we would all use anyway, right? But still in the city of Philadelphia, where, let's just say, election integrity is not one of Philadelphia's strong suits, historically speaking, Anything that you could do to potentially open up that box more to make elections less secure obviously needs to be scrutinized. Look, when it comes down to it, here's where I stand. One day of voting, paper ballots, in-person, voter ID. That's what I want. That's what I want for secure elections in these United States. And that is it for us here today, Human Events Daily. Remember, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us, leave just one, just one, share this, I should say, one, just one of your normie friends, and leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. What did we talk about today? Antifa protests erupting outside Justice Alito's home, Governor Yunkin and the Attorney General, Not really sure what happened there, guys. You dropped the ball. Next, parents struggling to find baby formula amid shortages across the United States. As our Country in Decline series continues, Governor Newsom, not sure if he's going to be shutting down Canada's or excuse me, California's major nuclear plant. But energy shortages warnings are growing across the United States. And finally, the documentary 2000 Mules grossing one million in its very first day. Congratulations to Dinesh D'Souza and the whole team involved. But before we go, it's time for today's history break on this day in history, May 10th, 1869. North America's first transcontinental railroad was uh, was completed. That was the ceremonial driving of the spike, the golden last spike or the golden spike. Believe it or not, it was not done by the president of the United States. It was done by the railroad president, the Central Pacific Railroad Company, CPRR. Leland Smith ceremoniously tapped it. The idea was a coast to coast railroad network 
revolutionizing the settlement and the economy of the American West. This is a huge point in American history. It is a huge point in human history where we were able to take that land, take that wild West and begin building a country, begin building a home, begin building a place for it. And that's not something, by the way, that's not something that you should ever feel that you have to apologize for. It's something that you should be proud of as an American. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.